So <laughs> let's slide into hockey. And this is something that I have complicated um, feelings about. So, And I'm high, so I can help you unpack it. Go ahead. This is so great. So let's talk about the fact that in the last week, three separate stories have come out about people who have been pretending to be somebody else. So we have the... Um, <sighs> the guy who runs the IG, uh, yes, Daquan, and Ooh, apparently is that the one with the uh, with the puppet? I think so. Because I'm like I I'm sitting here like Daquan. I'm like I feel like I know who that is. Well, he sold, um, sold his I guess channel. I don't know what the fuck that yeah, means. The content of his channel. Like. He sold it for eighty five million dollars, and apparently Daquan is not black. Nope. So he has been. So it's interesting to watch people who have been profiting on having a quote unquote black persona, but people who are actually black and have personality can't crack certain ceilings. It's very just annoying to me. It's like, uh, and that's the whole. It's like, I don't even know what to say. I'm like, that's the whole. Bruh, Here's like, the point. you know what it makes me think about is some it's very random. It makes me think of Kev on stage. Mm. When you know that boy has been grinding. I mean, he's a grown ass man. He's like 40 something years old. So it's like he's been hey, grinding for a while. <laughs> and he is extremely funny. <laughs> and it's like he is funny. And but you know he's been doing this for a minute. But if he had just like a persona and you didn't see his face, I wonder how far he would get. And that's the problem. It's like, you can hobble like, well, you know, I'm not, you know, I, I got this persona and y'all love it. Cause there's a lot of people who cosplay as black because apparently being black or Asian or, okay. There's a guy named, he's on YouTube and he critiques people's cooking um, videos. Yes. He's an Asian guy. Now, this is why this does not bother me. I'm going to tell you why. He's because been dragging that boy. <laughs> let me tell you something. So his name is Uncle. What is his? It's Uncle something. Something. Oh, crap. What I know. Name? Mind you, I follow his um, YouTube pro page for this exact reason. I was like, uh, he is so, it's just, I don't know why he's so funny, but he is. And I don't understand why he is. Hold on. I'm looking for his name. Uncle Roger. So his name is Uncle Roger. He is um, an actual Asian man. His name is Nigel Ng, but he goes, he has a, um, he is a stand-up comedian, but he pulled out this persona as Uncle Roger. Now this is, and he does. Oh, he's not really Asian? No, he is Asian. This oh, is why, oh, oh, right. oh, oh, This is why I don't have a problem with it. Cause oh, he, yeah, yeah. Because I was like, wait a minute. He's no, 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 no. I'm sorry. <laughs> I set this up wrong because I was looking for his name. So Uncle Roger, okay, okay, his name okay. is Nigel Ng. N-G is his last name. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I set this up terribly. So Nigel Ng, if you look. Gotcha. He, I'm sorry, no, that's me. Yeah. So he, um, <clears throat> he is a stand-up comedian. He does comedy. But then he started this persona called uncle roger he does a typically to, to a certain extent stereotypical um asian accent but not as bad as say the 80s movies where they paid white people mm. to be asian folks so i was gonna i'm glad that no <laughs> one has been to. mad at him because i'm sitting here like he's asian this is not the same thing uh-huh. and also it's funny as hell 
Yeah. Because he's funny as hell. So when you hear people saying, oh, I'm just going to cosplay, I'm like, uh, mm. I'd rather an Asian person do this as opposed to a white person doing an Asian thing. Because that's so, super racist. Here's the thing. Like, you know, Tilda Swinton and uh, Scarlett Johansson both got into hot water playing Asian characters. Um, right. Because that whole thing was... The, that film with Tilda, I'm like, I love Tilda. I I, I love her down. I she really do. That shit but the out. bad part about it is, is that the casting people are like, oh yeah, because this person. No, 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 no. Why are you casting a white woman to pay this tip? Like, and this is from a comic book, an Asian character, because they did the same thing with Iron Fist, and people are like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. She didn't have to take the role. She, she really did. She could have been like, um, I don't know. And I have a feeling, you know what it really is? I think when a lot of these comic book roles, because some of these comics are very obscure to a lot of people, I bet mm-hmm. you she didn't even know that. Nope. She just knew that, oh, it's Marvel. Oh, I'll make a It's a Marvel. Movie. It's a movie. That's the thing. That's what it's kind of like. It's not Superman. It's not Spider-Man. It's not Batman. It's not Captain it's Marvel. America. It's Marvel. And it's like, oh, okay. But it's like, I've noticed that the, the, a lot of the Marvel properties they're putting into film, a lot of people don't know who the fuck it is. Like, I had mm-hmm. no, it's like, if, unless you're a comic book person, which mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure she's not. It's a lot of people mm-hmm. who like Marvel movies who are not. They're like, I just like big action movies. I am them. I am she. I, hello. Nice to meet mm-hmm. y'all. <laughs> what I noticed about them, though, is they like to lean into, well, I thought the point of being an actor was so that we could explore these roles and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, you know what? You, you're right. You can explore any role that you'd like to, ma'am. But you don't have to play the Asian man. You really don't. And, and that's all we're saying. It's like, hey. Hire an Asian man. I want to see stories being told um, by people's respective cultures. It's interesting. Um, my daughter was talking to me about the Legend of Korra and uh, Avatar, and they were saying like, "Oh, I think they were saying they needed like a blackbird or something." And she was like, "No, leave it alone." Please don't do that. She said, "This no, is why that, that's why that fucking movie sucked because y'all had a whole bunch of white people." I was like, "Right, don't like no." Do she, this. And then I was proud because she was like, "The Inuit people and the natives, they this is their um, cultural right." Um, it's kind of like in this story, not, so that this is for them. Like, like you know, like we have our own stuff. We can make our own thing. Right, because Avatar is not just do like that. a Chinese story. It's different no. Asian cultures within right. both different books, and it's just like right. Uh, this and is also, it's kind of culture. Yeah, yeah, it's like I actually want to see authentic stuff. I'm like, exactly. You? Like I, that's what I, I like when I watch, um, Nollywood. Right. Yes, I'm like, yes. nope, I need this authenticity. Is, this is what I wanted to see. I need authenticity. Okay. I'm like, <laughs> this I don't is what need. I wanted to see. And it's like they're like, oh no, what we need. I'm like, hello, we have spent years and years and years of uh, taking in entertainment that's been all white and we still have to have the imagination to see ourselves in it. So we're right. used to that. However, we're not the only culture out there and we know that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to see everybody's culture. Yep. Hello? Why? It's like, I don't know how to else say this. I'm like, why do y'all think Joy Luck Club is one of my favorite movies? I've been watching Hang the Red Lantern. Right. I've been, re- I've been watching Hang the Red Lantern. I've been watching um, my Kung Fu. 
I've been I've been on it because that's what that's what it is. It's like it's I like the authenticity of watching yeah. someone else's culture and it be represented by folks in that culture. Exactly. I still understand what's going on. I'm still entertained. I'm still it's like it's still entertaining. Still enjoyed it's, still, it. it's still beautiful. Yeah, so I, I still enjoy it. <laughs> I will still definitely wait till December for Mulan because you know people are mad. Like, where is oh, yeah. the shoe? I'm like, hi, hello. You do realize Mulan is actually based on a story that had nothing to do with a fucking little dragon and music. Okay. Hello. Fuck y'all. And just go this watch the goddamn movie. It's a live movie. action version. It's honey. a live action movie. I'm like, and also they said from day one, there would be no songs in it. I'm like, oh man, Donny Osmond. <laughs> I'm sorry. I loved, I loved Mulan. I always have. But if y'all didn't think this was a whitewashed Asian movie, I have a farm in Wyoming to sell you. Listen. It's Disney. What are y'all doing? Anyway. Um, so then the second person, besides Daquan, not being a real black person, there was a um, anonymous professor at Arizona State who <laughs> pretended to be Native American or Native or Indigenous. What? Indigenous, um, and then she died from COVID-19 and nobody didn't know her. They just knew her by her Twitter handle. I am so much confusion because she created a fake Twitter persona. The Twitter handle was at sciencing underscore by, and she passed herself off as a native American professor who fled the South because of their oppression of queer folks. Hmm. She made up a whole, her name was Beth Ann McLaughlin. I'm not, you know what? A whole Twitter persona. I was like, this is, y'all this don't have nothing better else to do. Sick. And you know what? They're still taking up space and taking opportunities away from people. Because I'm like, pretty sure actual <laughs> indigenous person could do your fucking job, but no, you wanted to make yourself up to be indigenous, which, what? Why? And you know what? There is a, there's, a, there's a group of people out there who try to tell black people they don't know other black people. Because you know, you know one thing black people will be saying. We know our people when we see them. And you think indigenous people don't know their people too? Listen, okay? They know. They're like, wait a minute, hold up. Like, I can't walk up on no Mexican and fake the funk with a Mexican. I wouldn't even think of it. Really? What? Really? Where are your people from? Please make up. Mm. Do not say Tijuana. No, not say Tijuana. Uh, No, um, Cancun? Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) it's like stop doing people like this stop acting like they don't know shit my grandma really wait hold on i'm hispanic i'm from spain so that's not Mm -hmm. how that works Mm -hmm. listen my grandma really was west indian and even though it took us like i think we did well we didn't start going over to um where she was from like till we were later in life Mm -hmm. older so mm-hmm. when we were younger, it's just we knew grandma had an accent. Mm. But even still, like, I don't engage in certain conversations because I'm American. <laughs> I grew up in an American household. Like, my dad yeah. had a mix of, you know, his mother was Caribbean, but he grew up in D.C. DC. Mm. Okay. You know, so it's yeah. like, I get that. But it's like, when Adele was... <laughs> 
girl. Uh, that whole like her carnival I, outfit. Let me tell you something. Look here. I just want my album called 33. Somebody said her next album will be 33, and I lost my damn lunch. I'm like, shut up. Leave me alone. These, I'm like, these jokes are definitely going to fly. I ain't going to hold y'all, but that 33 cooked me. I said, good the hell. Look, I don't care what it's called. Give me my fucking new album. I'm tired of your shit. All I knew was them goddamn pants did not match a motherfucking. I was like, uh, I was, and upset. the thing about it, I think, I don't know who I was talking to when we talk about like, oh, I was talking to TT because mm-hmm. she was just like, when you think about like, you know, carnival and everything, there's a lot of black American people that go to that and they are no part mm-hmm. of that diaspora. And you right. still go and you still like, you may dress up, you may wear, and, and I'm like, you, you may wear the garb of that mm-hmm. carnival, whatever carnival you go to, and you are not part of that culture at all. Exactly. So this is why it's like the Bantu Knots could have just, we could have just had, we could have did without it. Sis, that's fine. You know, for me, it was like, take the Bantu Knots off. It was just everything. It was a lot everything. going on. But it was everything. Think, you don't have <laughs> black American friends, because I'm a black American friend, who are not part of the diaspora, like, closely, meaning like a, at least at the most a grandparent part of diaspora of that mm. culture, then I need you to be quiet if you've ever gone to carnival and dressed up because I would like a word with you. Don't do this. <laughs> Don't do this whole, I'm like, because if you can't see that you're appropriating some, like a African culture that you are not a part of, I don't want to hit. I don't, yeah. don't want to hit. Although Adele, take them fucking back to nuts out. I was offended by that. Not really offended. I was just like, girl, this is not even cute on you. It just, it, the, it, the, the shawl, the feather. It, I was like, this girl. is a lot. I'm like, girl, I just, I don't. It's just like, oh man. I ain't gonna hold you. I just want my new album, okay? I want my, my I want my album that's gonna make me cry and go, oh my God, I'll never find love like you did last fucking album, bitch. So I want my goddamn album, okay? Hush, hush. <laughs> Out. <laughs> I want my fucking album, bitch. Where the fuck is my? Where are my sads? Where are my emo beats? My where are my emo bops? Okay, where are emo they? Bops. Yes, there was a time when I her and um Corinne Bailey Ray. Excuse me, they, they got emo me through. They got a bitch through. I, I'm not gonna lie. Not gonna lie. You know, it's like I need a new album for Corinne. It's like that second album just broke me a little bit because I knew her husband had passed away. And I was like, okay, I can't. But that first album is no skips, bitch. No skips. Yeah, that was some good singing right there. I mean, I just love Corinne. I just just love her. So the main event for this is Jessica Krug. I had no idea who the fuck this woman was. I didn't know you had so many people who were caught. It was like, nigga fishing. So I was just sitting here like... But what, are, what, are, what is it when you pretend to be Native? I mean, what, what is that? I mean, like if you try to pretend to be Black, it's nigger fishing. What, what, what I'm it? wondering what it would be called. I'm like, I, other than just plain wrong. I'm like, wrong. But I don't know. I know, right? But I wonder what they call it. We need to sit down and have a meeting about that. Because mm-hmm. I don't think that shit is cute either. Don't be like, I'm like one 30-second Native. I'm like, bitch, shut the fuck up. Yeah, I like I'm a quarter... Irish, like, blah, blah, or blah, just blah. pretending to be native. I'm like, what? Shut your white ass up. Uh-uh. And that's exactly why you know, you know what? what? 
I hope somebody go up to the pet cemetery and get somebody to come get your ass. I'm sorry. I love it. That's another Stephen King <laughs> movie. Oh no! It's also a book. You know what? <laughs> That's another Stephen King. The book is ten times better. Both of those movies are complete bullshit. Read the fucking book. Do not look at Pet Cemetery, the first one, or the new one. I still ain't seen the new one, but I heard it was bullshit. Shout out to Brandon. I was like, uh, no. Mm-mm. I was like, I already know y'all. Pet Cemetery is one of them books that you can't put on film because you're not going to do the fucking the right thing because that book is thick as shit. They didn't have, I don't think they had the technology back then. I feel like that could, that literally could be like a, a mini series on HBO, kind of like Lovecraft Country. Mm -hmm. I feel like maybe do that, like a limited series for Pet Cemetery as opposed to a movie. Cause no, y'all didn't do it right the first time. Y'all ain't doing it right the second time. It's like, and then that Pet Cemetery too, Lord Jesus, just Lord Jesus. Just no. Anyway, um, so Jessica Krug, for everybody who um, y'all have heard. La Bombara. Her name. See, this is when y'all should have known that she ain't a real person when her name was Jess La Bombalera. That sounds like a fucking made up name to me. But again, it is not my part of the diaspora. This could be somebody with that last name. I somewhat doubt it. But still, though, then um, you said you saw this medium piece come out. It said five-minute read um, about somebody coming out saying, I've, I, I have to come forward because I've had enough. And, oh, my God, just cancel me. Don't, you know, don't try to defend me, guys. I'm just going to throw myself on the altar of mercy. And you're thinking she's doing this out of a good place. It doesn't even read coming out of a good place. She did that because people found out. Like, hey, so she's not black. And apparently, and then there are more stories coming out. Some dude said he mashed with her on Tinder. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, baby, that's that is up there with um, Jeffree Star's new boyfriend saying, oh my God, I found out my New-ish boyfriend's flex. name Jeffree Star's. Time out, girl. I wouldn't have told nobody shit. Because I'm like, that would, I would take that to the grave that I dated the, like that dumb ass who is fucking Skeletor. I'm like, girl, wow. you've lost your goddamn mind. And then you have people going, she was my professor, or she took <gasps> other places from other people. Like, her old students are distraught about this. Mm. She, it's kind of like people, like, somebody put out a thread saying, I clocked her three years ago, and yeah. when she talked to her, she was like, I mean, I, I am black because my mother was raped. And it was like, is your mother black? Is that what you're saying? Then it was like, wait, I don't want, it was like this weird, let me put in trigger warning, uh, sexual assault. I'm like, so, yeah. okay, that, so this is super weird. I'm like, yeah. this is weird. And so if people like question her, she would block them. But then, of course, she was able to get into different rooms. She could just talk about herself. So not only was she nigger fishing, she was Latinx fishing, too, because she said she was Afro-Latina. So she's doing two different things. So she's doing two bullshit. Not only are you saying you're Black, but you're also Latinx. So now you got two different... And then you're doing this in New York, in the Bronx. And the first thing that anybody tells asks you is like, oh, where are you from? Where are your peoples? How come we in the Bronx and nobody don't know who the fuck you are? 
And they're like, uh, so a lot of people are like, I think it's because of outside people, people outside of New York. That's how she got away with it. I'm like, I think so. But I think there's, there's nuance to this. Mm-hmm. The bad part about it is, is that it's sad to say, I can see why she was able to slide in there because when it comes to talking about black shit, Mm-hmm. lighter skinned people can get into those rooms without question because yeah. white people ain't going to question your ass like yeah. oh well I mean who would want to pre- so because in their minds and a lot of our minds too who would pretend to be black well it's like why Why would you do that it's like don't you see their struggle like like seriously girl like why would you like totally try to do that that's my valley Take. girl for you guys and that's what the, one of the things that I feel like um, is going on now that we are having these mainstream conversations. First of all, whiteness will be creative and adaptive as long as it is trying to oppress. So this is the this is a creative adaptiveness. Like, oh, I'll pretend to be black. I'll work at GW, and I'm pretty sure because she was lighter and because she was already white, she already knew how to negotiate and was probably getting paid more than what other people of color would have got paid. You're taking you're teaching Afro and Latina studies at George Washington um, University. Oh, they already said that mm-hmm. she's not teaching this semester. They're like, yeah, she's done. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, because one, here's the thing. I have I have a white friend. He teaches Latin studies. He's never once said that he's not white. <laughs> he's like, I'm a white man. I'm doing this. He's also teaching at a very white school. It's fine. But it's still like, he ain't pretending to be Latinx to teach this. He's like, I, I just, this is the course. This is the path that I took on my career as a professor. It's like, you can, you can literally... You can appreciate a culture without trying to be that culture. I don't under I don't understand why this is so hard in 2020 for y'all to realize that. So um yeah. So someone the pathology been, of it is whiteness. The yeah. pa- the pa- <laughs> So pathology of pathology is whiteness. I mean, it is. So George Washington <laughs> put out a statement yesterday. We're recording on the 5th. They put out a statement on September 4th. Dear GW community, many of you understandably have questions in the wake of the medium post by GW faculty member Jessica Krug. While the university reviews the situation, Dr. Krug will not be teaching her classes this semester. We're working on developing a number of options for students in those classes, which will be communicated to affected students as soon as possible. We want to acknowledge the pain this situation has caused for many in our community and recognize that many students, staff, many students, faculty, staff, and alumni are hurting because that's what's coming out. She taught a lot of people and now they're like, mm-hmm. oh my God. It's like, you could be a white person teaching this. You make it's it's not unheard of if you've ever been to a predominantly white school. So let me say that part. At a predominantly white school, it's not uncommon for a white person to be take, teaching some teaching another culture that they're not a part of. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you might find a Irish person who's teaching about Italian studies. Mm-hmm. 
like that. I mean, and I'm talking about that level of cultural difference. But also, you'll find a white person teaching African American studies. They're teaching Cuban studies. Teaching Latin American studies. It's like, uh, yeah, at a predominantly white school, this is not unheard of. Mm. At HBU, HBCU, probably not. Well, <laughs> probably not at the HBCU. But you know, that's neither here nor there. Um, but this is this is a reckoning for her her students as well um just it's just painful to just talk about because i'm just sitting here like you heard a lot of people doing this and that piss poor ass quote-unquote note that you wanted all these people to read like guys don't cancel me i'm like bitch fuck you don't tell me what the fuck to do yeah don't tell me what to do and it was like what is like seriously what the fuck is your problem Cause I'm like, I saw that statement. I didn't read all of it and I'm damn sure not reading it on here. But something I will read is a thread from another black professor because she wanted to like basically set some shit straight because a lot of people are like, oh my God, it's, some people are looking at this as brave. Mm, nope, it's not. Um, especially because of this. The only reason Jessica Krug finally admitted to this lie is because on August 26th, again, today is September 5th, this came out last week. (laughs) The Monday was August 31st. Okay? So, again, dates matter. August 26th, one one very brave, very black Latina junior scholar approached two senior black Latina scholars and trusted them enough to do the research and back her up. These two scholars made phone calls and reached out to other senior scholars and institutions with proof. There was no witch hunt. There was no there, but there was a need to draw the line. Krug got ahead of the story because she was caught and she knew the clock was ticking because folks started to confront her and ask questions. Do not believe for one second that she would have come out with the truth on her own. She made a living and a whole life out of parroting black Rican trauma and survival. As a black Rican, I am pissed. The other thing is that let historians tell it, her work is actually good. Chick is so smart, so why lie? Why chase the extra cloud of being a hood-raised black Boricua? Why put on that life that isn't yours and attempt to play it so well that you block, beat, and bully others, including shit-talking black women? Whiteness is a hell of a drug, but also she needs to account for everything she has taken, everything she has gained, all that she stole by creating this identity and shrouding herself with Black and Latinx folks who defended, supported, and lifted her up. What does restitution look like when she won awards, grants, and fellowships for underrepresented folks? I can only imagine how her actual friends and community must feel right now. Gutted. I count mm-hmm. myself lucky to not know her personally. She gaslit folks I know, was openly racist, and manipulated so many people. One person's lie affects so many folks. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so another thread, let me tell you something. People are coming out. Um, many are asking themselves how hashtag Jessica Krug managed to fool anyone into believing she was Afro-Latino. Afro-Latina. Mm-hmm. Well, let me tell you, we were both fellows at the Schoenberg and I suppose she fooled me. I mean, I don't feel hurt or betrayed in this moment because the truth is I always knew something was off with her, but I thought the pathology she displayed were the product of systematic violence and not of her twisted racial fantasies. 
See, not only did she try to quote unquote pass, we need a better term here, masquerade, as Latina from El El Barrio, but she also told us her parents were addicts and even said they were that there were overdoses and suicide attempts happening mm-hmm. through the fellowship period. She also dressed slash acted inappropriately. She showed up to a 10 yep. scholar seminar dressed for a salsa club, etc., but was so over the, over the top strident and woker than thou that I felt I was trafficking in respectability politics when I cringed mm-hmm. at her minstrel show. In that sense, she did gaslight us, not only into thinking she was a woman of color, but also into thinking we were somehow both politically and intellectually inferior. While claiming to be a child of addicts from the hood, she boasted about speaking numerous languages, reading ancient texts, and mastering disciplinary methods while questioning the work of real women of color during transformative interdisciplinary work that she panned. She consistently trashed women of color and questioned their scholarship. She even described my colleague Marissa Fuentes as a slave catcher in the introduction to her book. Kind of amazing how white supremacy means she even thought she was better at being a person of color than we were. That pathology remains evident in her Maya Copa article. Somehow she manages to remain ultra woke and strident, still on her political moral high horse, calling for white scholars to be canceled, in this instance, her own white self. She says she doesn't know what accountability looks like. Well, clearly she needs to quit her job, a job that, if I am not mistaken, was a diversity hire, since no scholar can be respected when they engage in this kind of fraud. Second, she needs to start a fellowship fund for Afro-Latina scholars and fund it with at least as much money as she obtained through her lies. Third, she needs to stop with the dolezal explaining about how wrong her actions and philosophizing philosophizing about her punishment. I'm not investing a single drop of energy punishing her, especially not in the middle of a pandemic. Instead, I will recommit to radical self-community care. Hashtag by so this is the part of it so that's mm-hmm. how so when people say i don't understand how she got away with it i do because one if we're doing this thing where we don't want to clock someone's blackness i'm like oh why are you dressing like that why don't you dress more like this it's like that does step into respectability and you don't want to do that the other part of it is because of her lighter skin we didn't want to black check her like okay right. but also that she added the Latinx part that she really didn't need to add. So it's like right. super weird that you did that. So of course we don't want to be like, well, if you're a certain skin tone, I'm like, you can't be black. And like, so that's not entirely true. Um, and we don't want to do that either. Um, so not only does she hurt Afro-Latino folks, she hurts biracial and mixed race people who actually have black parents, but may not quote unquote look black to people. So now you're going to look at somebody and go, yo, you're not really black because you don't really look black. It's like, okay, so then they got to carry around pictures of their parents to prove it. Because that's well, what you're it's putting It's the in. grandparents for me. But right. no. Oh. <laughs> right. So it's like they got to bring around, they got to bring, so I have like my friend Charmaine who holds militantly mixed. To, she says it all the time. I don't code black, but I have a black parent. And it's just like, people look at me like, oh, you must not be black. So it's like, sometimes she's like, but also she doesn't code as Japanese either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's kind of mm-hmm. like the stuff that she hears people say in front of her, because they say it because they don't think she's black. Right, right. So it's like, right. then she's like, I have to like, so if you're a mixed black person who identifies with your blackness, because all mixed people don't, mm-hmm. and that is their prerogative. Let me just say that. I'm, tell- I'm not telling you what you should do. I'm just, I'm Can't just talking. 
Right. Okay. I can't tell you what to do because there are some mixed people mm-hmm. like I mixed and that is that. Especially right. if you're mixed with a lot of different cultures, I can understand why you wouldn't want to just go, I'm just black, but right. I also have a Japanese parent or a South Asian parent or like The Rock, I have a Samoan parent. But right. he has never walked back from him being black as well. So it's kind of like, I, I get it. But you have two strong cultures with you. I can get why you're like, I'm not going to shade one against the other. I'm both. And that's fine. I'm like, and I'm fine with that. But for people like my friend Charmaine, who don't co- who don't quote unquote read black, now they have, because of people like Rachel Dolezal, which is why she can't fucking stand her, and I can't either. And then now this person, it's like, I have to work harder to prove that I actually am black because of people like this. Wow. And I'm like <clears throat> looking at her and I, and I hear what, let me see if I can find Charmaine's thread because she gave a really good thread about it. Cause one, this is upsetting to her too. It's like, uh, mm-hmm. this, cause one, if you look at, cause there are some mixed people where you look at them like, Oh, I know you black and you don't question it. But what about the people who don't read black? And I'm, I'm putting quote unquote, I'm putting read black in quotes. I just want to let y'all know that I am actually putting up quotes when I do that. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to find Charmaine's thread because one, that's the other thing. Cause I remember when all this, it's kind of like when you have a bad example of something and this is not an example of mixed black people. It's not, that's not what I'm saying, Mm-mm. but people use bad examples against other people. Kind of right. like with the whole Jussie Smollett. It's like, oh, this is bad for all queer black people. I'm like, um, mm, <laughs> take the nuance for granted. Y'all didn't care about black queer people in the first place, so don't even start to think you're going to be just like Jussie. I'm like, uh, bebe, that's, don't do this. That, just, just don't, just don't, don't do that. Because y'all didn't care before. So don't even try to put, like, put this on of, oh, this is going to, messed this up. I'm like, y'all didn't care before. So what are y'all doing? It's like, I don't even understand. Um, so this is Charmaine's thread. As a mixed person, I am occasionally accused of being like those women that have been pretending to be a member of a race slash ethnic group they are not from. I'll not name them. You know who they are. I'll name them. He's, she's talking about Jessica Krug. Mixed folks have to fight for visibility and ask permission to participate in our multiple cultural multiple cultures because our appearance may be too ambiguous to clock, but we are not like those women who profit off of lies and playing to stereotypes. These women act like it's out of appreciation or their way of honoring a a people they respect so much. They take up space and opportunities from people from those actual race slash ethnic groups. They are profiting (coughs) off of other ethnicities. They are stealing. They are not showing love and respect and lying Mm -hmm. and pretending to be what they are not. They are foul for it. They are also not, quote unquote, transracial. That is a term that has already existed before these women got famous for their lies. Transracial people are of one ethnicity that were adopted and raised in the culture of a totally different ethnicity. Like Angelina Jolie's kids, if you need an example. There's no such thing as a person that just feels deep down in their bones they were supposed to be black, but they're born right. That is not how race and ethnicity works. That is just appropriation and colonization of culture and identity. Yes, I do feel rage when I hear about these women that have gotten away with these racial identity cons, partly because as an ambiguous appearing mixed black Japanese woman, if I code black to someone because that is how I was raised, that somehow I am 
performing blackness, but they have somehow gotten a pass for loving a culture and profiting off of it because they are white. So yeah, I take this a little personal, but my personal feelings aside, I'm more concerned that white people continue to profit, 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 profit off of our creations, profit off of our bodies, but mistreat right. us, create laws against us, kill us for the very thing they want to appropriate. I will not have it. I will not stand for it. I will always speak against it. I'm tired of telling them and I'm angry. They'll continue to profit off of their fraud forever. See, now this is a perspective <clears throat> that I appreciate because I didn't think, well, for me, mm-hmm. no one's ever, um, walked up to me and accused me of being biracial or white. No, mm-hmm. I'm black. One, and for me, it's interesting. <laughs> no, 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 because this is what I get. <clears throat> um, when I talk to people of other races, whites, other people of color, one of the things that I get is, oh, um, you speak so well. Like, where are you from? I'm from Maryland. No, 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 no. Where's your family from? Like, my mom's from Virginia. My dad's from, like, they're right. <laughs> And it's like, no, they want me to say that I'm, I'm from, like, the Bahamas or the Virgin Islands or something because there's no way that I'm African-American and intelligent. Mm-hmm. So that's where that stems from. Now, on the flip side, I did not think that wow like that would cause an extra an additional barrier to someone who was by right because for me and i'll be honest because my good, good girlfriend <laughs> am i about to say that my my best friend is biracial am i about to say that i mean you can <laughs> am i about she, to i just want to i just want to say that i literally be trolling her anytime we talk about chris brown in the group because i'm like girl get ready Girl, get ready. I'm like, because you know, she a big Chris Brown friend and I love teasing her because I'm like, girl, this is why I am team no versus Chris Brown and Usher because Chris Brown is not his fucking contemporary and I need y'all to stop acting like he is. Who said that? That, that's what people I'm like, why are y'all going? We need us uh, uh, don't listen, don't listen to them internet people, like, girl. See, you be letting you them. Don't let like, them people push your buttons on This the man is getting a whole Las Vegas residency it is far overdue for usher yes. raymond the usher the usher needs his flowers too because oh my god he I'm sold over I'm... 20 million copies of um what was that 18 what what was, what was what, oh what, maybe confessions one with, oh 8701 yeah 87 that one mm-hmm. make me want to leave the one i went that, <laughs> that he sold over 20 million units on that album. um Usher, Usher is sells an icon. Fucking records, okay? And he can He's still so sing. <laughs> he can. And this is the other thing. Usher was so pissed off when they tried to compare him to Justin Timberlake. He was like, excuse me? I don't blame him. Do you know him. who like, the fuck I am? It's so like, I don't, that's why I don't need to really defend Usher because Usher will let you know. It's like, uh, <laughs> I'm Usher. What are you doing? Usher Raymond the fourth. Fourth. Okay. It's like, bitch, please. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, but go ahead and talk about your best friend. <laughs> For me, it always was, and, and we talk about this. I was just like, culturally, she's black. Correct. And the, and the thing about it for her, I was like, it's funny. That, yeah, she's light. She's fair. But when I talked to her and when I hang with her, I was like, I wouldn't know. I didn't know you were biracial until you told me. Mm-hmm. 
And so the thing about it was, she was like, oh, no. I mean, she was like, when we talked, she was like, oh, no, I, I know I'm going to need. <laughs> because when you look at, you know, culturally where she is and how she, you know, she everyone, is, it's, it's all Blackness. Yeah. Like, growing up in a predominantly Black area, there were, we did have um, mixed friends. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, and I don't know if it was, and I didn't even think about it until, I guess, later. But for the most part, everybody was always, oh, they go on Black. Mm-hmm. But I never realized, like, it was because we live in this Black-ass area. Yeah. And that, so it's like, okay. But, like... For me, blackness to me is when you approach me. For me, what I don't like is when white people approach me and I know that they're putting on their black scent because they're talking to me. Girl. They'd be like, don't do that. I had somebody in my office and he did it all the time and I clocked it because I mentioned Mm -hmm. it to somebody else. Like, anytime I say, oh, what's up, Stephanie? Hey, girl, how you doing? And I'm sitting here like, does he say what's up to anybody else except me? I'm not, and the thing, I'm not the only black person in my office, but I just happened to mention it to one of my coworkers. Like, yeah, he always says what's up to me. And I'm like, it's super weird that he only does that to me. And he was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I noticed that. Too. And, you know, I go out of my, I know, and I go out of my way to just be like, nope. Hi, how are you? Uh, I'm like, hey, man, how are you? I don't think I've ever I do not, somebody. I do not talk black to you. No. Right, in a professional no. setting, I'm never going to say, hey, what's up? It's like, oh, hey, how are you today? Yeah. Now, are do I code switch and shit? Oh, nah. of course. We, I'm like, I know how to keep it corporate, but... but. When you do that, I'll be like, no, stop. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I yeah. do. I do. I will. I exaggerate it. Like, I'll, I'll get the vocal frame and everything. Right. So it's kind of like you just go, <laughs> I, it's not, a not, this is not a, like a, I feel bad, but it's more of a, there's nuance to this conversation. It's exactly. not just him. It's not just her pretending to be Black and Latinx at the same time. It's more of the fact that for those who are mixed race people who have both of those identities, this makes it harder for them because people are going to still like be more critical of them. And it's like now they're going to have to start carrying around pictures of their family to prove. No, they're not. Okay, no, that's where I'm, I'm being facetious. Where... I'm being facetious. Okay, I'm, I'm not saying say, like literally people don't do this. Right. But it's kind of like <laughs> now also, and I, I know this ain't about him, but you know. Then um, Martin Luther Cream started trending too because a okay, lot of people so have been okay. talking about him too. And it's like, when is he going to cancel himself? Because, girl, when we've been saying what we already know, girl, it's like, I, I feel like there's like nowhere. It's so interesting because you're going to watch this white woman get canceled and not think it could be you. And not think, and it's just like, you go, when is this going to happen for him? When that's all I want now. Because I'm like, excuse me. Also, I called him Scamela Harris because, well, that's the new name for him. I like I'm that. like, I like this. That. This is it's Scamela Harris over there. When like is he that. getting canceled? I, I really like that. I really I like was that. Like, <laughs> I'm like, let me tell you something. Add that to the lexicon. I'm like, I need. I'm like, and I I'm like, I'm sorry, Kamala, but it's out there. It's out there for me. And I'm, I'm like, sorry. so I'm like, here it is. It's like, I'm one of the people, I don't like the black check people, especially if I know you black. Mm-hmm. So I'm in somebody I know is black because I've okay. seen her people. I know she's black. 
So it's kind of like you go, <sighs> but I saw pictures of this woman and then I saw a video of her talking. She talked about white New Yorkers and I'm sitting here like, what the fuck is she talking about? But also I listened to her accent. That sounds like me doing a Puerto Rican accent. Mm-hmm. Totally wrong, totally bad. And I'm sitting here like, the thing about this, I have to think about what room she was in to get away with this shit. Exactly. She was what at George room? Washington She wasn't and all black. I'm like, y'all, I'm like, I get it. She's saying she ain't take that people, shit are like, the people are looking like, question mark, okay. But it's kind of like, she's at GW. She's mm-hmm. in a whole bunch of right rooms. And in white minds, they're like, no one would ever pretend to be black. So, you know, this is how Rachel Dolezal could flourish. She was in Spokane, Washington. Mm-hmm. This is how she got away with it. Jessica Krug taught at George Washington. That's how she got away with this shit. Y'all not doing this shit mm-hmm. at HBCUs. They clock you so fucking quick. It's oh, like, she would not. Absolutely would uh-uh. not have happened. So I, in high school, I had a teacher. It was two sisters. They both taught at the school. One, the, one sister was darker than the other. She was very light-skinned. So here was the deal. She actually had a reason why she was very light-skinned. They both had the both same... She had like a pigmentation issue. Here's the thing. From far away, you would think that was a long, like a long-haired white woman. You get up real close and you hear her talk and you're like, oh no, she black. And she had mm-hmm. no problem ever not telling you that either. Right. But it's like, if you saw a picture, I'm like, oh, she looks black. But... Far away, you'd be like, oh, because she's so light-skinned. You were like, oh, she's white. It's like, because she could pass. Mm -hmm. This is where passing comes from. It's kind of like, like you're not passing black people. You're passing for white. That's when you think about passing. You're around a bunch of white people. They're like, oh, you're so fair. You have to be. One of us. You have to be one of us. And half the time, it's not even that they're so fair. Well, not, well, the half the time is more along the lines of they just, when they're passing, they just don't say it. They just don't, won't correct you. They let you assume. Because there's like Halsey. A few women that I've worked with over the years mm-hmm. that I was, the, no, no, no. I was like, oh, no, 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 baby. You have some African American in there. But you just aren't saying it at work. So you remember how Halsey was telling us now? Because one, I didn't know mm-hmm. Halsey was biracial either, but I also don't pay attention to her. But she said, like, people thought I was white. So they used to say really racist stuff in front of me until I said, hey, mm-hmm. hi, I'm black. And they're like, really? But if you look at Halsey, it's like, mm, yeah, she does read kind of black to me. <laughs> but I'm also black. So there's the thing. But to white people, she don't read black. She reads white. So that's mm-hmm. how she's able to pass. Now, mind you, what year are we talking about? I think this is 2017, 2018. She said this. I'm People like, this is in pass. 2018. And she passes for white. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Like, it's being in, like, people think passing for white is going around saying, hey, I'm white. Hi, how you doing? It's I'm not. White. It's no. people just not asking you the just question. Just not saying, just letting. And I ask you no questions. Not just, it's just not confirming. You go, you, 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 you conduct yourself as though you are mainstream correct and then people you know they see that you are fair and like oh okay 
Yeah. You're one of us. Yep. So and that's now, when you get the these fucking niggers. Right. <laughs> but to man? watch her be so because one, Rachel Dolezal did the same thing that Jessica Krug did based on what people are saying, like she's high and mighty and she talks down to black women. When single simulcast read Rachel Dolezal's book, I heard everything about her. See, she had no problem naming black women that had a problem with her. But the black women mm-hmm. that helped her, she didn't name them at all. But the ones who had an issue with her, because Homegirl decided to be the historian of the Black Student Union at her school. <laughs> She'd been doing this shit for years and was like, oh no, I need to do a story because we need to be track better of our culture. And they were looking at her like, what the fuck do you think you are? Not because they clocked her and thinking that she's not Black, but it was more like, who the hell is this uppity light-skinned girl think the fuck that she's talking to? Why are you, why are you so convinced on doing this so rachel dozal would let y'all know that she was born woke the way that she describes herself in that book you're not a scammer not a liar not a black nigger fishing cosplayer but i have always loved black people so much that i want to pretend that i'm black there's no fucking way i'm not a fucking costume blackness is not a costume let um Latinx is not a costume, bitch. First of all, you can go directly to hell. You can tell that you can take that self-serving five-minute medium piece that, by the way, I could bet money that you're fucking getting paid off of because you can actually get paid from medium if people read your shit. Don't think I don't know that shit because I know people who got paid from fucking medium. I'm pretty sure you're getting paid from that shit. You're going to put that shit out there like, guys, I, uh, I have to come clean. Uh, how long you been doing this? Did you just start last week? I know goddamn well you did not. You've been doing this for years, but because somebody found you out, let me get in front of the narrative. Let me change the narrative. I'm sorry, baby. I would have, you should have just let them um catch your ass because that's what happened to Rachel too. No, wait a minute. So with uh, Jessica Craig, I thought if I'm understanding the, the events that unfolded properly, <clears throat> She was clocked and they were like, yeah, girl, we know your tea and you have like, they told her like, go tell them what you're doing or we're going to tell them. And yeah. so they found I'm not out, saying that, which, oh. I'm talking about the way she worded. She made it seem like oh, she oh, wasn't okay. caught. She made it seem like I have to come clean and, okay. and confess my sins. I'm like, but you're not doing it because you feel bad. You're doing it because somebody found out. Okay, yeah. And then the girl who did clock her, she was talking about she had to confide in someone that she could really trust Mm -hmm. to bring it to them. Mm -hmm. Because the ramifications of if she did this and she was wrong, but she was like, I have this suspicion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So It's like, that's just, that's such big bullshit. Because you can slip in and out of these rooms. And here's the other part of the conversation that has been out there. Because the weakest links of our diaspora (laughs) sometimes are the reasons why a lot of people like this can slip right on in here. This is why I liked the Russell Simmons documentary. Because the three women that are profiled in it, and there are other women who have accused Russell, um, they're three light-skinned women. And I like that they had the conversation of saying, 
we know that the reason why this is getting so much press is because we're light-skinned Black women. Yeah. We know that. And I'm like, oh, I'm so glad y'all saying that because I need y'all to focus on that. Not just on, we all Black and we all suffer the same thing. They know goddamn well they don't. Right. They know it. They're like, um, it's because we're light-skinned Black women. That's why. I think Drew Dixon is the, or is that Sir La? I think she's the one who mm-hmm. said it. Like, yeah. um, it's because we're light-skinned Black women. That's why I got so far. That's why we're mm-hmm. getting the t- the chance to talk about this. Mm-hmm. They ain't lying. Because remember, Lapita Nyong'o got harassed by Harvey Weinstein, too. Notice we don't really talk about that. Right. And he made sure to come out and say he ain't do it. He did it for Salma Hayek, too. Then all of a sudden, she's like, oh, my God, racism. I'm like, Jessica Williams would like a word with you. You can shut up. That shit. I'm still not over that. I'm still not over that. I'm still not over that. I was like, that thing with Jessica Williams really fucked with me. I'm like, so all you, are you fucking, Salma Hayek, oh bitch, Of all the people. She married that French man and lost her. And lost her mind. And then all of a sudden, this thing with Harvey Weinstein, like, guys, can we talk about racism? You didn't want to talk about it when Jessica had something to say. You actually tried to shut her down and you allowed other white women to shut her down too. She was the only black woman in that room. She wasn't the only woman. Well, let me see. Is Hama Hawk Alpha from Twitter was in that room. Was she there? Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> oh, no. She was. Well, I don't know exactly what we're talking about. Oh, honey. Oh, baby. She did. Yeah. 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 Oh, this is sad. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. So the, the other point is, is that sometimes the gate to the majority culture, the gatekeepers of blackness are black men, <clears throat> straight, cis, black men. I really need to keep saying that. I'm going to keep straight saying straight, cis, until y'all prove me wrong. <clears throat> I'll be saying this for the rest of my life because y'all not going to prove me wrong. Okay, you're never going to prove us wrong. You're you're never going to do it. Um, we're not going to do the individual. Not me. I'm like you need to talk to your brethren. We're talking collectively. We're not talking about you, Kyle. We're talking about all together. But to the majority culture, the gatekeepers of blackness are black men, and a lot of times black men think with their dicks, so they let anybody stroll up in here. Ooh. You let people stroll up in here. You don't give a fuck about black people. They don't care about black women. They don't care about black children. They don't care about black women. They don't care about black trans people. They don't care about black queer people. They just want to suck your black dick. So you let them in here because you want your black dick sucked every goddamn day. And then they come and fuck shit up. And we are so tired because then when we say something as black women and also black queer folk, we are bitter. We are hating on you. We are trying to hate on you, but no, bitch. We clocking that person who like black dick and not black people, and we want them to fuck out of here. But because you love your black dick getting sucked every goddamn day, you tell us that we bitter and that don't be like this. Y'all need to be more um inviting. And I'm like, I don't know. Besides, unfortunately, indigenous people who is more welcoming into our culture than us. Who the fuck do y'all think you are? Why are you acting like we weren't in them fucking... Stop acting like slavery was just black men working and we were sitting at home. Baby, we was in the fucking fields with you. We were getting whipped with you. 
Y'all were being, um, y'all were bucks getting broke. We were raped daily and having them children and also having to take care of our children and then raise their children in silence. We had to, we had to clean y'all fucking wounds. You ain't clean ours. We cleaned yours. Then the damn civil rights movement, where the fuck were we? Right, marching right next to y'all asses. There would be no Black Panther Party without no Black women. Fuck out of my face. I'm tired of y'all asses. Y'all are not the gatekeepers y'all think you are. And if you are, you need to step the fuck down. Relinquish your title, king. It's like, fuck y'all. I'm so sick of y'all with this. It's like, you are not the gatekeepers because y'all don't know what the fuck y'all talking about. Y'all watched it get broke and then come back to us. It's like, why y'all not just fixing us? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> we tried to, but you said no. You don't want us. We better. I'm going to go get this white or non-black woman so she can show y'all how to be women when they learn from us. But please tell me again, because y'all always come back to us, baby. We don't need you. You need us. And the thing about it is, I get the most appreciation for my blackness and my black womanness from other black women. Yeah. They hold me up. Y'all don't. Y'all tell me how much, how much I'm not. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not light enough. My hair is not this. I am not this. I don't talk this way. I don't put on the right color of nail polish. I don't do this on my Instagram. I don't do this. You always tell us how inadequate we are. But every goddamn woman out there is copying us. Every goddamn one. Mm. Who the fuck do y'all think you are? Yeah, and y'all let everybody up in here. And then when shit go wrong... You look to us to fix it. You let her in here? You think we let y'all in here? Mm. We let her in here. Y'all let her in here. You clean up the mess. We are so sick of this. How you think Rachel got so far laying up under some fucking nigga ass nigga who had no problem? We let her in nowhere. We clocked her so quick. We, we know the difference between a white woman cosplaying as black versus a biracial black woman who always stick up for black people. Because one, they'll stick up for the black women first. They're like, uh-uh, no, I need black women here. Uh-uh, no, where are all the black women? Because this shit don't work without them. There's a difference. We know. We can tell. Mm-hmm. It just feels like, y'all, it does feel like we are the only ones who actually care about our race. It seems like we're the only, like, I'm talking about, like, from the children to the elderly. Mm-hmm. Seems like we're the only ones caring out here, standing in the gap. It doesn't seem like it's a priority to these niggas. I'm so sick of watching my sister suffer behind y'all asses. There's no fucking way that Adventer Gray should still be dealing with this shit. Drop that nigga off. Fuck him. Fuck him. Drop his ass off. Take him to court and take everything. Dr. Dre's ex-wife, baby, drain that nigga dry. And I mean it. 
dry, drain that nigga dry. Who the fuck you think you are? Because the bad part about it is Dr. Dre made sure his abusive ass past was not in that goddamn movie. He made sure of it. Mm. That's why people don't know. They're like, wait, wait, what? what? Yeah, yeah, notice that ain't in the movie. How interesting. Mm. Ain't that part of his past? Ain't that part of his story? Why is that not here? Hmm. It's like eh. I still want justice for D Barnes, and I'm never gonna let that never. go. It's like ever. never. Ever. You find out I found out I was today years old when I found out Naomi Campbell was pushed out of a moving car by Mike Tyson. I said, the fuck is going on here? Really? It's like the, what's what what? And this whole rebranding of Joe Button, and now we feel sorry for Joe Button. Shit, have, y'all have lost your goddamn minds. I'm Team Crystal on that one. Fuck it Joe Button. It was like, woo. <laughs> I'm like, team, y'all really? It's like, and the bad part about it, it's not necessarily that he quote unquote rebranded himself. He's just a black man, and so y'all going to protect him. It don't fucking matter. So I know a lot of people were bringing up the whole marriage bootcamp thing with Tahiri and her and Vado, and people bring up Tahiri's abusive past. I don't really know her. I don't watch the hippity hops. I don't watch Love and the Hip Hop. So I am going to listen to y'all. However, I watched that scene, and this is what happened. She threw an apple at a man, and they were like, yo, man, chill out. And he's like, okay. Fast I thought she punched him in the face. Holding no. the apple. No, she threw that apple at him. Oh, okay. She threw an apple at him. Someone said that she was holding it, and when she hit him, holding it like she used it to clock him. Like oh, they thought, okay. But I, I don't know. She I don't know where that came from. She did it okay. twice. What it was like, and all of a sudden she did it again. It was like, what the hell? Then fast forward a couple of hours after, she's sitting there talking. Out of nowhere, he just yokes her up. So I get the, the, the discussion about her abuse of cash. I hear y'all. This would make more sense to me if he had immediately talk, put his hands on her after she threw an apple at his face. Oh, he's it wasn't it. immediately. It wasn't immediate. So there are a lot of people like, but what about her abuse of cash? She threw an apple at him. I could see if he came at her immediately. He didn't. She was just talking, and then all of a sudden he went up and then just like grabbed her. And it was like, whoa, what is going on? And the bad part about it is the way she reacted, that you know that's a woman who's been hit before. It's like I don't however, I'm not gonna hold y'all. Y'all been paying attention to her. I have not. I remember that episode. I was like, so he's wrong as fuck. I hear what y'all saying. He's still wrong as fuck. Because I, it's a it's a it's a gray area that we walk in when it comes to women who are abused, and then we say, well, what about her part in it? Because we did the same thing with Rihanna. Well, she was fighting with Chris Brown. Was Karuchi fighting with him too? Because he beat her ass too. Which I'm one is right it? Down the steps. Exactly. Was she fighting him too? Because that was the excuse y'all used for Rihanna. No, they tried to say she gave him herpes. Right. I was like, what is, what is going on here? So it's like, however, for everybody who's been paying attention, I, I will let y'all have this. But for me, for the episode, that is not how that read. He wasn't defending himself because she threw an apple at him. or It was so weird, too. And it was just like, what is going on? That girl has anger issues. I'm not even going to hold y'all. Yes, she has. 
When I think about women who have anger issues, please don't think they're just born with them. They come from nowhere. They come from somewhere that's an unhealed place. Not even going to hold y'all, but it's like women just aren't born bitter. <laughs> you okay? Yes. <laughs> Why should bring that? <laughs> this is not funny. Her choking is not funny, y'all. I don't want y'all to think that I'm laughing because she's choking. As long as you know, my choking is because of that dank and not the motherfucking Rona. We all right. It's good. It's, exactly. it's, it's the weed. It's the weed, not the, it's the weed, not the Rona. Okay. I needed some laughing because I'm about to be in tears because I'm so mad. It's like I needed some laughing because I'm like I'm so sick of y'all. It's like Lord have mercy. Because I'm sitting here like I don't got the road y'all. I don't got no road y'all. I be trying to tell y'all got no road but no um. I hear you. I hear you. And let that shit out, my nigga. It's all good. Yeah. So we're going to put a little rope. We're going to put a bow on this, um, y'all. But that's all we got for this evening. I, I have to step away because y'all going to make me say something that hurt y'all uncle's feelings. And I need, I need black men to realize when we talk about misogyny, we talking about your asses too. Stop trying to walk it back because you black. That just means you closer to you the closest to us that we you're the closest examples for us because you're the closest to us. Everybody in their own racial group, that person that's in their racial group, they're the closest to them. So you're you're the first example. So I, I need y'all to stop doing that. Please, please stop acting like no, no, because I'm black and we uh, no, baby, don't do this. Don't hide behind your blackness. Okay, don't do it. Anyway. Let, let me. I, I need a drink. Um, y'all. <laughs> as always, I enjoy when Cook is here. I'm glad we got to unpack some things because I have some. I have some very complicated feelings about this. Yeah. And you had very un. And you had complicated feelings. We had to get our. Uh, we had to uncomplicate our feelings. We had to unpack because it has to get out there because it needs to be said. Because I'm tired of not saying it. But now we've said it. Yeah, because I'm not going to lie. Like, it's not a knock. It's not a diss Mm-mm. or anything. It's it's certain. I want to be a part of certain conversations. I guess we want to be in the room where it happens. Correct. Because it's like, <clears throat> when we talk about inclusion mm-hmm. and diversity, mm-hmm. we're noticing that it is not that diverse. And when we speak up, we're, we're, we're called haters or we're mean or, and of course for darker black women, of course that is a sensitive um, area for us because we were always labeled as having an attitude problem or, being, mm-hmm. or, you know, we, we bullied somebody, right. <laughs> you know, so it's a lot of nuance to it yep. that I think I'd like to see brought to the forefront. Mm-hmm. to kind of go into like 
this is what we know as to like how this kind of started and where it stems from because I feel like that's the only people who are going to work on it. Right. And I do feel like there are a lot of people who have, do have a lot of repressed type feelings that they just not really paying attention to. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think some people need to unpack some of their shit just the same. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm just, yeah, just, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm trying not to cry. I really am. It's just, I'm just, I'm, tired do it because... I'm, I'm just tired of seeing my sisters in pain or better yet openly being embarrassed by niggas that they always defend and then watching them niggas not even lift a finger to defend them wow. as wow. a whole <laughs> i'm only wa- watching black men only defend women they fuck have helped to bring them to the world or a woman that brought them into the world not even realizing by not protecting black women as a collective you're shitting on them too I'm like, I don't understand why y'all don't understand that. Yeah. Black women been, been balking for months on the str- not even for Breonna Taylor, because now y'all starting to come around for that shit. Before it was just about George Floyd. Now you're like, oh, we need to get on with Breonna Taylor. We need y'all asses from day one, bitch. Because um, there's the reason why it hasn't gone anywhere because of that black man attorney general Bruh, so that he married mitch mcconnell's granddaughter oh fuck this that's who she is uh-huh mm. like please believe when we say y'all the wrong gatekeepers please look at brianna taylor's situation that attorney general yeah. is a black man a yeah. self-hating black man because you know, oh. to the way he talks but he's a black man now look that is the gatekeeper to getting her justice him Please, this is why we're like, y'all need to go. <laughs> sit down, sit out, sit this out. Or better yet, listen to us when we talk. Don't let listen. Don't listen to us when y'all fuck up. Listen to us from jump. <sighs> Yo, this is Labor Day weekend, and this is weird to say because we're in a pandemic and holidays have just been flying by. And we're not doing anything. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. Um. Social distancing. I'm sorry. Let me take that back. Stay your asses at fucking home. Tired of y'all asses. Like, I got to get out this house. I'm like, excuse me. I want to go somewhere. I didn't get to go somewhere for my birthday. I thought we'd be out of quarantine and pandemic by August. Hot jokes on my ass because it's now September. Okay. Um, I want to do something. I want the little kids in their little Halloween costumes for October 31st. That's in about seven weeks um i want to see the cute little kid it's bad enough because of y'all asses because y'all can't sit y'all asses down i didn't get my first day of school pictures that us e aunties get because we don't have children so we depend on our, we depend on the folks that have children to send us all the pictures but you know it's virtual school so i, I mean i got my list of delinquencies y'all know who y'all are <clears throat> like where my pictures y'all know better so because of this, I'm like, so I want my e-auntie pictures of Halloween costumes and the kids looking all adorable, especially little first Halloween pictures. So I need y'all to get y'all shit together. Stay y'all asses at home. Wear y'all fucking mask. Stop acting like if I don't go out, I'm going to die. Um, and don't be crying about COVID being real as soon as you know somebody who dies from it. I'm sorry. There's been thousands of people who have been dead so far. 
people who are holding on to life right now. On ventilators right now. Stay your asses at home. You can burn a hot dog in your house. Okay? I'm sorry. I'm going to joke y'all because these burn-ass hot dogs. What the hell is wrong with you? In this dry as barbecue. I mean, some people like to smoke barbecue and I get it with no sauce. I am not, I have not been delivered. I am not doing that. Y'all, but some, it's bad enough y'all overcook that damn f- food. Y'all eating these medium wells, these well done steaks, these burnt food. I'm like, you better put some sauce on it. You burning that stuff, turn into rubber. I'm sorry. I'm rude. I'm being rude now because I'm at the point where I'm just going to be rude. Um, but yes, please enjoy your holiday. Uh, watch the boys. It's on Amazon. Find something fun to do. Socially distance. Have a Zoom party. Do do whatever you need to do. But please stay all asses in the house because we want to leave. We've been we've been doing it correctly. So we're the ones that's like, okay, I'm tired of this, but I'm gonna keep doing it because well, people have been dying. People mm-hmm. work on COVID floors. Nurses are getting burnt out. So if you think you're sick of it, imagine being a a healthcare provider in the age of COVID. You're a burnt out after six months of this. They're like, oh, I don't even want to be a nurse anymore. I don't even want to be a doctor. And I don't want to do this anymore. They're leaving. They're burnt out. They're stressed out. Because y'all don't care. Like, stay the ass home. Ooh. Yeah. Cookie pie. Mm. Thank you so much for being here. Please let everybody know how they can find you <clears throat> and find highly inappropriate. You can find Highly Inappropriate on uh, Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on Stitcher and Podomatic, anywhere your RSS radio feeds are located. Um, New episodes coming soon. I have been on hiatus. And honestly, I'm not going to lie. Not going to lie. I... Needed a break, and I took a break. And um, thank you, because I, I think I got up to like week four mm. of quarantine, and I was mm. like, okay, <laughs> yeah. Like I was, I, was week, go- I was on week seven, like, yeah, I need a break. And I was just like, <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna sit down. I'm just let me just. I'm gonna take a smoke break, mm-hmm. and uh, I'll get back. But um, actually, I am. <clears throat> working on a few things working my way back but i just before i do i'm gonna need to kind of get some things well it's just some things in order but um i'm just gonna i definitely am gonna have to really kind of make sure that i'm really focused to give you all what you deserve from me if i'm going to half-ass it it's no point in me doing it at all so looking forward to getting back to you all I'll keep you posted on that. In the interim, you have a lot of older content to delve into. Shall you need decide to pass the time away in quarantine? <clears throat> Highly inappropriate is here for you. Mm. And you can yep. catch up with me. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. I, you're always my unpacking partner. Um <clears throat> Guys, this has been the Mocha Minutes Podcast. I will be back next week. We are not going to be talking about anything, nothing heavy. I will be back with 
Brandon, I swear, all the guys I know named Brandon who podcast, all of them are podcasts. It's like, I know three guys named Brandon. But I have Brandon from Say Something Nice. We are going to be back next week talking about music and having some fun and levity because that's what we need. That's what we deserve. And I love talking to the Wikipedia of the podcast world for music and theater. And (laughs) that is Brandon. So I'm very excited about this. Guys, we'll be back next week. Everybody have a good night. Enjoy your Labor Day. Bye.